0: There's only four words. Four words. This four words. is Something Something Broncos. Best one's for Pat. That's low. guy There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Yeah. Tim Tebow back in the system,
1: Garrett? Oh, my God. The difference to It's off by the Broncos. Ah-ha. It's the old pro-gesting you will be hit and sacked.
0: Featuring Mike the Seagull Oh, my God. And Jess Place. Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh my, god, oh my god! Oh my god!
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos. My gosh, it's been so long. There's been so many changes, uh, but for all the change, there remains one constant: Mike Desico. Mike, how are you? You know, I, I think I'm okay. Let's go. I'm okay. It's the off season. You're not yet irrationally
0: angry. I think that's a. I think that's a win. Well. I'm trying to keep an even keel because many off seasons, I get irrationally happy talking myself into Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Locke or Russell whatever. Wilson. Huh? Yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, a year ago at this time, I was walking on sunshine, you know? And now I'm walking on darkness. So I'm trying to keep an even keel. I'm trying to get, I mean, Sean Payton's got to be better than Nathaniel Hackett, but I'm not going to act like he's uh, getting us into the playoffs in the first year. I'll be happy if it happens. But, you know, you get hurt too many times, you protect yourself. Speaking of protect yourself, we have a little news. Did you hear in the open? Did you hear that we have omitted something
1: that used to be in the open?
0: Mm, yes.
1: We are now a part of the Fans First Sports Network. We are the best ha- network. They are. They are. A- a- after uh, getting demonetized by the previous outfit, uh, apparently the pittance that we were making was too much. And so we are now a part of... Fans first, Sports Network. Glad to be here. How do you feel about that?
0: It's been a life goal to be part of this network. And so the fact that I'm finally here, I feel accomplished. I feel like I want to get into Ouija board, get in touch with my dad and say, see, dad, I made it. And just, you know, I'm just happy to be here. He would be proud of you. Uh, so I, where should we start, Mike? I, there's, there's kind of been
1: a lot going on. There's the, the draft is coming up. Uh, we've got a, a lot of free agency moves that, that, that happened recently uh, that, that we didn't cover because we, our, our podcast networkness was, was so in flux. Um, and then, of course, there's a the very public meltdown of uh, one of our favorite Broncos insiders who will remain nameless. Uh, One, two, or three Which one do you want to pick?
0: Nobody's forcing us to talk about this This is just us talking about it And we did terrible things And we're just putting it out there And even though we're putting it out there very publicly Please respect our privacy in this difficult time
1: Yeah, like what are you doing? Like I I don't understand how you guys can just Read these tweets and then think that you can Respond and comment And and
0: laugh Just because it's in a public forum Doesn't mean you're allowed to read it Yeah, I think it was uh, kind of a bold move
1: to kind of spell out uh, the personal flaws, shortcomings, and erectile dysfunction. Don't you?
0: This guy has never been all that bright. And he revels in attention and belittling people and this sort of demand that you pay attention to him and you worship him and you acknowledge how smart he is compared to other people and... You don't like to necessarily revel in somebody's misfortune, but if you're going to, this is a good spot to start. Yeah, it's a it's a, a glass house with a giant target on it. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like he he flings all the rocks and the stones, and if anybody throws one back, he's like, "How dare you attack me? I'm just you know a veteran who's better than you at everything." And- yeah who who has who has
1: better access? You know, I I, I may have tweeted him. At the beginning of the year when he was in one of his little tirades where he was feeling almighty and powerful and i just said i said um may your benefactors forever find you in their favor and here we are in
0: april and i have a sense his benefactors are not in his favor at the moment so how have you not been blocked by him he blocks everybody who dares to not kiss his ring we're tight what can i say yeah i've never met anybody so condescending who actually to their actual customers? Because everybody there; those are his customers. He needs them to listen to his radio to make his living, make his salary. And you know, it's like they say, "Don't shit where you eat." And I don't know. I've always been curious about his business strategy. So
1: well, well it'll be interesting to see how it develops going forward. It's a it's a bold strategy, Cotton, yeah. to uh, to air one's lot of, uh, dirty laundry uh, in such a way, uh, and of to drag of- the young lady into it as well. Like and, oh, I guess and it, he owes her it. forty grand too. Like that—that's oh, kind of. I didn't see that part. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, She's that's, like, you owe me money, sucka. That's delicious. Yeah. So um. uh, one would one, one would think that an insider of his stature would uh, be able to cut, write a check. For that well, paltry well, amount.
0: One can tell he's not gonna make that money on an OnlyFans account. Well, so, no, he's not. I mean, not unless um, things
1: change. Although um, uh that is an opportunity for like a like a Bluetooth sponsorship or you know, one of those uh gas station pills that that you know to
0: register. I wouldn't know. Oh, you don't go to the register at the gas station? Oh, no, who does? You you pay with your watch at the pump and you don't have to speak to like human beings, which is the goal of life is not to have to speak to other people. False. Except False. You. The
1: goal of life is to avoid the little slips of paper that people are always trying to hand you. Cause that, that for me, that's where I am. It's like, nope, nope. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't need it in my pocket.
0: I can't remember people handing me little slips of paper. Oh, receipts. And have you ever been to oh, Las receipts. Vegas?
1: Sure, receipts. You, okay. Yeah, there's always people trying to hand you little slips of paper. All
0: right. So, hey, we got, we're talking about disgruntled Broncos and Bronco ish people carrying their dirty laundry so let's talk about Draymond Jones. Does he have a point? Uh, Draymond was
1: uh was signed by the Seattle Seahawks. I guess he was supposed to be part of the uh Russell Wilson trade but they were like no we're not going we're not going to add him in so I guess they got Shelby Harris instead who they summarily released uh as a cap casualty. Um That's- but uh yeah so Draymond's in Seattle and he uh, feels really respected now that he's in Seattle. Um he's clearly a uh a savant of how football works. It's all, it's all done on a very personal level. It's either they like you, they respect you or you're dirt. And he came to the conclusion that he's dirt uh, with the Denver Broncos. And so he, he's much happier that, uh, that he is now in Seattle.
0: Can you blame a player for saying I am away from that mess? That is Denver. Like you and I we're stuck. It's too late for us. You know, we're Darth Vader at the end of Jedi. It's too late for me, my son, you know, we're stuck. This is where we are. I can't blame somebody who was here for three or four years like Draymond being this. This is dysfunctional chaos. Why would I want to be here still? It's hard. It's hard to not agree with him to a certain extent. Oh, I don't blame him, but I don't think it's personal.
1: Like it's it's not personal. It's of course it, not. It's I mean it, it it's as impersonal as incompetence can be. I mean, and the defense was, was great, but the offense, you know, it it's, it screwed Draymond up and down down the field. So
0: what, what are you gonna I, do? I was so personally slighted. And they treated me so poorly that all I got was $30 million contract based on the production I put up with this team that treated me so poorly. And the opportunities that they gave me. Yeah. It's like I understand like he doesn't have that emotional connection in Denver that we do. So that's fine. But they were under no obligation to pay him. You know, he's he's been good. I think he's a tad overvalued. I would have liked him back at a good number, but all right, just you know, fare thee well, Draymond. And I hope all goes well for you. I hope that they show you the respect that you are due. No, they showed him $30 million worth of guaranteed respect. So wait, I have news. Is it about YouTube TV? Well, yes,
1: I'm going to get the Sunday ticket. That is, uh, has been announced. It's it's expensive as all hell, but damn it. It's better than Bulgarian pirate sites that load you up with viruses. So it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a great new year for Jess. All
0: right. So breaking news.
1: Oh yes. So, uh, after what, 15 years ish, Eh, 13 years, uh the place family is uh, decided that they are out on Broncos season tickets. Um Oh. Yeah. So we we have uh so we have have moved on. Well, yes, but uh, the family uh lives also in Colorado and oh. um my parents are there and we split the tickets and I come in for a couple couple games and then they go to a couple games, but they discontinued the Broncos ride. And this has upset my my parents greatly because they are older and they do not want to walk three miles to get to the stadium. They did not want to pay $200 to park next to the stadium. What's the Broncos ride? The Broncos ride was a bus service. You basically, at high schools, all over over, uh, Denver or or parking rides, you could just, as a Broncos fan, go, and you'd pay something like 15 bucks a person, and they drop you off right at the stadium, right at the fountain. Um, And uh, when you're ready to go, the buses load up, and when it gets full, they 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 drive off. And so that was also great for my parents because, you know, they like to leave a little early sometimes. And so they could go out and sit in the bus and listen to the rest of the fourth quarter until it loaded up and they were beating traffic. So, uh, but that's a, that, that's a dead thing. When I, I talked to the ticket guy and I was like, Hey, this is like, you really got to bring this back. Cause, uh, you know, my, my I parents make, are old. Uh,
0: something that seems to be very popular. It was very, very popular. popular. It was Why very,
1: I don't know. I, I think they can't staff the buses or it's a problem. And so um
0: so it's in addition to thing, they figure they can make more money forcing those people to pay two hundred dollars in a lot.
1: Oh yeah, well, in all the gypsy parking lots, you know, you can park on the lawn of the gas station or whatever uh, for for one hundred fifty dollars, like because there's no choice now. I mean, sure, there's there's light rail, but apparently it's it's like worse than like Japanese uh, subway transit, like where they just shove you in and and close the doors. I mean, it, it was- it's so packed that it's not a feasible. Uh, mode of public transportation so you have to drive if you want to get there or get home in any sort of reasonable amount of time and you're going to pay through the nose to go so so they discontinued the bus service it's not good for my elderly parents uh the tickets are expensive and the team stinks so uh that perfect storm. Unfortunately is going to be that. And I've got a, I've got two sons now. And so it's like two tickets Dudley doesn't help me if I'm going to go to the games, I'm going to go with my, my parents and my kids. And so I'm not going to need two tickets. I'm going to need five, six, seven tickets. So it's time. I'll use that money for single one-off tickets.
0: That's good. Well, you know, we went to week three Niners game last year and we took light rail and I didn't find it to be like overly crowded. I thought it was, it was, crowded public transportation but it wasn't Japanese subway <laughs> like like shoving people on there sort of thing i thought it was pleasant i didn't have any uh downside to it but the other big news was it but leaving like i hear that leaving was is it. the hard part i i didn't i don't remember having any bad experience with it you were and drunk kelly you were drunk not that much no and now with <laughs> kelly and she gets claustrophobic and so she really would have been bothered and i don't remember any like bad vibe or bad taste in the mouth when we were done well there you go maybe we got lucky you got lucky
1: yeah well according to uh the comment section on my favorite fan site uh that no longer pays us for podcasts that was the the consensus was that the 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 trains fill up too fast um there's not enough cars and then people end up having to wait and then you're all sandwiched in trying to get on uh onto the next train because everybody's trying to leave at once
0: you know, so. now that I remember, we did have to wait a little bit to get onto a train, but it was a pleasant, uh, I guess, at that point, fall evening, late September. So we didn't mind too much. We were well. That we was a play. win. That was that uh, convincing ten to nine like victory. 12, I nine, think. Victory Tw- yeah, 10. it was. Well, okay, it was yeah. almost
1: the, the most points we scored all season. Yeah,
0: no, it was fun. Like, you know, the 50 minutes of the game sucked, but those last two minutes were amazing, so we left happy. But the other big news is the Broncos are getting a alternate helmet.
1: Ooh, yes.
0: The fact that it's all white and gray in the social media image leads everybody to believe it's going to be a white helmet. They could swerve and be like, no, that was just an artistic choice for that social media image. Maybe it's going to be the... Like Royal Blue 80s throwback helmet. Maybe it's gonna be white and something new. What's your expectations? What's your what's your insider view?
1: I'm all for it. Uh I I like I like buying new jerseys. I like buying uh uh all the things that 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 come with new uniforms. You like um, buying expensive parking? No, I don't I don't like that. I, oh, I right, mean, right my mistake. For the record, I mean you could just hire a limo uh and Cheaper. Just go. Yeah. It's almost less expensive to just have a limo drop you off at the and then park there. Yeah. But you know, not to not to give anyone ideas. I mean,
0: yeah. so my question is: Is it going to be a white helmet with their current logo? A white helmet with the Snorton D? White helmet with logo TBD?
1: I think it's going to be a snot Rocket Bronco, and I think it. I think it might be kind of like big, like the Tampa Bay uh, logo. You know how like they they made the Tampa I'm not Bay flag. To that. Like so big. Wear,
0: do you think they'd wear it uh, like an all white snowball type thing uniform, or do you think they might pair it with the orange shirts? And I saw people on Twitter kind of thinking the orange shirts, white helmet would be bad, but I was kind of into it.
1: I kind of like the orange shirts, but not the orange pants. I've always been a, a, a opposed to the color rush, orange on orange crime that occurs every year. I think it should be white pants, uh, an orange shirt and white helmet with like a, a big a big logo on it and, I, and then the, the stripes on the side those are going to be orange with the white like i I, I, okay. I think i've got a good idea of what it's going to look like already having never seen it of course. um
0: well speaking of uniforms first of all i like the white helmet i like the big whichever logo they do go big do something crazy um because if it works we have something awesome if it doesn't work we have content for the podcast so there's no downside but Back on the uniform thing, you know, see pictures on various stories and that. I'd be honest with you, I hope the white shirt, blue pants becomes, I would like that to be our primary road uniform. I loved it. I was a huge fan, big, big fan. And after having some time to marinate on it, when I saw it again last week, two weeks ago, I'm 100% in on that. So I hope that happens. But who knows?
1: Yeah, uh, my 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 belief is that it's all white, white helmet, big D on the side, big D logo, bigger. And uh, hey, guy, and then stripes on the side are orange,
0: and that's hey, that's that's all you need. That's clean. Hey, chef's dude, kiss. Enough with the big D. That's it's all about the D. That, that's somebody else's shtick on Twitter. That's not us. I, just, we can't, are, I can't
1: get enough of the D. Uh, we, you know, I grew up with we it. We
0: work too. clean here. We don't work blue. <laughs> you know, where have you been?
1: What do you think about Sean Payton? How's he doing so far? Are you are you well, are you sold?
0: Well, first of all, he hasn't done anything, so. I at this point a year ago, I was all in love with Nathaniel Hackett because he was like excited at a press conference. And
1: well, we had no idea
0: that he was he was just a blithering
1: idiot. That wasn't excitement. Exactly. It was she- just idiocy.
0: So again, to go back to what I said at the beginning, I'm trying to keep an even keel, not get too high, not get too low. I like the fact that he's like, in this this stuff didn't work last year. We're gonna be working, we're gonna be doing this. It's not gonna be group hugs and ice cream carts and all of that, you know, two-handed touch. So I think that's important. I like that. Um, somebody was trying to start a controversy on Twitter that Peyton is in Mexico three weeks before the draft. And personally, I'm okay with that. It's like the internet exists. You can do your work on there. And then we don't have picks for the first two days. Right. Oh, he he doesn't I'm, need to fly in until uh, until that Friday. So yeah. And, and even like I, halfway through
1: that Friday, because it's the yeah. second round. We also don't have any picks.
0: And so I'm not, some people were trying like, oh, you know, he's not taking this seriously because as you know, if you're not an NFL coach and you don't work 18 hours a day, seven days a week, you're a bad NFL coach. And I've never agreed with that. You know, the coaches are trying to, you know, say, I haven't seen my family in six months. I always thought that was kind of asinine. And so the fact he's out with family, enjoying a trip uh, before the season starts, I think that's healthy. I think that's good. So I'm hopeful, but I'm not trying to get too excited. So long as he doesn't get kidnapped by a drug cartel,
1: I think it's okay.
0: Well, especially, you know, if we have to like send like another future first round draft pick to get him back. Right. You know, and then we're like, come on, how much is Sean going to cost us? John Elway, his association with the Broncos dating back to 1983 is officially done. But Everyone says that, but he, he had a
1: long break from when he retired to when he became the uh, uh, general manager. So that
0: that was uh, like, 13, 14 years. Wasn't but it? that door was never closed. You know, he always wanted back. And now he's officially closed that door and stepped back.
1: Well, I, I think he, he just kind of squatted here. in his office once the team was sold. And they're just like, does someone want to tell John that it's, it's, it's time? Is, yeah. It's, yeah. Turn, off, turn off the power in his office.
0: And then Vance Joseph is back.
1: Yeah. Yay. What do we finally. Think about that? I. I don't think was he great with Arizona? I don't think he was great when he was their defensive
0: coordinator. So I'm kind of like, eh, it, but it was a mixed bag. Yeah. Yeah, one uh, season where I think they were top five, top ten, and another season where they're in the twenties. So, you know, I know they from what I read, I dealt with injuries and this and that. So I mean JJ Watt, you know, he sucks. I, I gotta be honest with you. I love JJ Watt as much as I love any non-Bronco NFL player. And he's retired now, but, uh, I watch hard knocks, follow him on Twitter. And every time you see JJ Watt, you're like, I like that dude. So I just want to shout out to JJ Watt, loyal listener. Love that guy. He loves us. So. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then he calls
1: me up, asks for career advice. And I'm like, JJ, I, I'm just a podcaster. I, what, what can I teach you that I haven't already taught the masses?
0: It's like JJ, buddy, I love you, but I only can do so much to fix your golf swing. You know, there's only so much I can do there. So at some point, he's got to put in the work.
1: You got to take those first steps yourself. I'm yeah. not going to be here to hold
0: your hand the whole time, JJ. Yeah, no, it's like I I do love him. He's one of my favorite players, but the desperation. So that's true. Yeah. So what we got coming up here? We got the draft coming up. Then we're going to have uh, OTA start today, Tuesday, April 11th. Yes. Right. Yes. We're going to have a mini camp coming up in May. We're going to have the post-June 1 cuts. Then we're going to have a training camp. Then we're going to have a preseason where somebody's invariably going to get hurt. And we're going to have all these, see, this is why Nathaniel Hackett didn't play Strader's during the preseason. And he was so smart. Yeah. And he knows what he was doing. So we got that. And, uh, you know, I guess the only thing that's still hanging out there like a big old matzo ball is come, you know, later this month, will Cortland Sutton and or Jerry Judy be a Denver Bronco?
1: With every passing moment, I think it's less and less likely they get moved because the it, the only way it's going to work is if they make the trade before the draft. I mean, it's not. It's, I, I think. Yeah, I don't. I think that as as time goes on, uh, less likely. Um, although with Odell Beckham signing with the quarterbackless uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, that makes the Jets more likely um, because they're going to have to get something for Aaron Rodgers. Like Aaron Rodgers is going to need some sort of target. I mean, Randall Cobb is not going to cut it again. Uh, I mean, they got Nathaniel Hackett over there, but I think, I think they're going to need a wide receiver. And I think Denver could be, could be one of the picks, but um, you got to get a first or two seconds or, or, or a haul of some sort in order to make it worth it. You can't just you know, move them for a second or, or anything like that, and it complicates it too because they're going to have to trade for Aaron Rodgers, and the, those picks aren't going to be low picks either. So,
0: yeah.
1: uh, it's, it'll be interesting to see. I, I I don't know where else they could go. Do you have any the ideas?
0: Patriots, the Patriots are usually in the the conversations that you hear about, but my thing is our wide receiver depth is not that good. Kendall Hinton is a folk hero, folk hero here, but he's a four or five wide receiver. Tim Patrick is coming back from an injury. As we saw with Cortland Sutton, it might take him a year to be back to who he is. If we drop either of those two, I mean, wide receiver becomes a need and it's a bad draft for it. So I see the value in retaining them more than the value in trading them. And the uh, second thing is, I think the fact that we're not hearing everything makes it more likely that at some point, you know, the New York jets are going to be on the clock second round. Like, okay, fine. We'll give you this pick for uh, Cortland Sutton. I think if either of them move, it's going to be a draft day trade. You think kind of like the, the Javon true. Walker trade where we uh we got him at the top of the second round. Yeah. This is not and this is based on obviously all the deep, deep insider information I have, but that's just how I feel. It's going to be a spur of the moment type deal. Well, it'll be spur of the moment from our point of view, but I'm sure they've been working on stuff. But George Payton likes to make his deals and he wants to get back up in there. And I think he's going to try to. But my question is. If Peyton is like, I want to trade, George Payton wants to trade up and get uh, a pick and Sean Payton is like, no, I want Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy in this offense. This is going to help out Russ. My future depends on it. Who wins that tug of war? It's got to be Sean Payton, right? Yes.
1: Sean Payton. Will have the final say. I know that George Payton is used to being the guy, but after last season, they clearly put him on a leash and they're like, Okay, come on, Brian Zanders, like let's uh let's pull this out.
0: And so Cause George Payton, remind me, is not Sean Payton's boss. Aren't they both like like Sean Payton doesn't report to George Payton, they both report to Penner.
1: Is that yep, correct? Yep, that was the change so, after last season. Yeah. And so Sean,
0: so George can't say, I'm the boss, I have the call. And you would like to think that when Sean was negotiating his contract, who has the final say on draft and personnel moves was discussed. So there has to be a chain of command. command. So they're not like on the clock. The Jets are on the clock and they're having a slap fight to see whether they're going to accept the trade or not. So they have to have some decision making apparatus in place. We just don't know what it is.
1: OK, I've got a scenario for you.
0: Give me a scenario. I love scenarios.
1: This is a scenario. bro. <laughs> uh okay so you remember brandon
0: marshall the great wide receiver or the great linebacker uh yes the wide receiver he might be the most exciting bronco wide receiver maybe of all time in that once the ball got in his hand he was going to do something make six people miss he was going to do something amazing when he was in his prime there he was probably the most fun wide receiver to watch the broncos let me ask you jerry judy or brandon marshall in his prime brandon marshall like 10 times uh in a row
1: there you go. That's that's how okay. I feel. And remember, we moved Josh McDaniels moved Brandon Marshall for two second round picks. So,
0: which was say, a good trade at the time because you know he was becoming unreliable. I remember him slapping down balls in practice and causing chaos, kicking and yes, and yeah, that was it, a good putting time. his hand through an entertainment system. Two seconds was a great haul. It's probably one of uh, McDaniels' best moves. And I wish he could have kept his head right and stayed in Denver for a long time. But I'm glad to see he eventually. Figured it out.
1: So would you uh on draft day uh take a second round pick this year and a second round pick next year for Jerry Judy? And keep in mind we don't have a second round pick next year because we traded for uh Sean Payton.
0: Again, I'm kind of inclined to say no, because you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, sort of a thing. Otherwise, what we have is a Cortland Sutton who has regressed. This last year, I think that's safe to say. Uh, Tim Patrick, whom I love, but coming after a coming off a major injury. And then who else do we have after that? Hamler has done nothing but be hurt. And then every now and then he catches one long pass and everybody thinks the previous 10 games don't matter because he caught a 40-yard pass in the fourth quarter when we were down by 20. And then I, I'm not a KJ Hamler fan. He seems like an all-around amazing dude. And I hope he gets healthy and hope he has a good career. But you can't rely on him. You know, if you get anything, you get out of him is purely a bonus. But if you go into a season relying on him, you're a fool. And Sean Payne ain't no fool. So I don't know. I don't. I think you can stand to lose Cortland. But honestly, I see Cortland as a fourth or fifth round pick. Um, he was a he was a Pro Bowler four years ago. So it's not like he's coming off a Pro Bowl season. Since then, he's been hurt and mediocre. He hasn't really I, had a good quarterback to throw to him either. But uh, supposedly that know, changed last year. And... But he didn't have a good quarterback to throw to him when he made the Pro Bowl either. Yeah, Drew Lock. Or and Case Keenum, or whoever it's probably, probably uh, Case Keenum, yeah, yeah. So Keenum was the case that they gave him. I think you have to keep Judy just because who else is going to get open and catch the ball? Kendall Hinden is like I say, he's a folk hero, everybody loves him, but he's ceiling is probably third wide receiver. I don't think he's a starter in this league. He's so, he's slightly better than uh, Jordan Taylor, remember, remember Sunshine? Oh, Sunshine, I agree, yeah, and there's Not a good free agent market. And what free agent market there was has been picked through. It's not a good draft for wide receivers. Maybe there's value in the third, fourth round on wide receivers. There's a reason everybody's coveting wide receivers. And why wouldn't we covet them if we have them? Because if we trade them, we're one of those teams who are now coveting wide receivers in a terrible market to get them. So I don't see any reason to trade. That's me. What do you think? Would you make that deal? The Jets Jets are on the phone. George Payton, and he's paralyzed with fear. He calls up his buddy, Jess. You guys banter about the White Helmets for a few minutes. But then George is like, dude, we got 30 seconds to make this deal. Go! A second and a second. And the Jets' yeah. second is probably pretty high. It won't be if Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, though. The second one. The second one. Yeah.
1: Well, the Packers didn't make the playoffs last year, so maybe. <laughs> well, and he,
0: could, he could be the new Russell Wilson and take some heat off of us. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. We traded Brandon Marshall for two twos. Jerry Judy has not performed to the level of Brandon Marshall. So, I I mean, that's value. You could get that value. It is. And the thing is, I hate recency bias, and I talked about it with KJ Hamler. I'm just saying Judy's been kind of mediocre, and then you have, like, what, the last six, seven games? He was really good. But then again, who's he going to be next year? The Judy we've seen the previous three and a half years or the Judy we saw the last six or seven games of this year?
1: Really, I wouldn't even say six or seven. I would just say like the last three. Really, it was like four, the yeah, last sure. two games was was where he kind of came came out. But at that point, it didn't matter because we were so far out of the playoffs that it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. And it, even if even with his good play, we did not come out on top as yeah. uh, often as we should have. Um, one thing I'm excited about though is uh, with the, the free agency um, moves that we've made, it's it, it's apparent that a there's help on the line. And B, it's going to be a run-first offense, which I think is going to help Russell Wilson tremendously. He's not going to have to put the game on his shoulders, and he's not going to get creamed every
0: time he drops back to take a pass. So two questions to there. One, Russ has made it clear through his entire career that he hates that. So is he humbled enough and willing enough to work with Sean Payton to make it work? And B, who's carrying the ball in this run-first offense, considering the Pookie. Maybe he's on the, P, uh, the PUP list to start the season. Maybe he's not really himself until 2024. So who's who's carrying the ball? Who's making this offense work? And is your quarterback going to be disgruntled about it? Because you want him to be gruntled. You don't want him to be disgruntled.
1: I um I, I I get your George Carlin reference, and I admire it. I don't think that Wilson will be upset. Uh, he saw how bad it could be. Uh, he was sacked more than any other quarterback in any other season in Broncos history. Uh, That's kind
0: of his MO, isn't it? You know, kind of the holding on to the ball a little bit too long. He always takes a lot of sacks and it's always been blamed on his offensive line, but obviously he's got to take some responsibility there. Yeah. Well, and being, being able to run the ball will be nice. keep in mind, Chase Edmonds no longer here. No longer here. I can't believe it. Terrible move. We said it's a fifth actually, round pick. don't want to go to the playoffs. We sent a
1: fifth round pick to them, like a twenty twenty Nine. something pick. Yeah. Like
0: we don't have like a full complement of draft picks for till like 2026. 20, yeah, Well, that's um, the best. That's a draft you want to be aiming for. That's going to be a solid, solid draft. <sighs> well, after we <laughs> have to uh, trade it away to get uh, Sean Payton out of the drug cartel. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're screwed. We got that guy whose name I can't pronounce from the Bengals, but he seemed to be more of a complimentary back than a lead back. Oh, so, uh, P- uh, Samaje Perrin. Yes. I think. Is are, you, are you counting on Pookie, or how do you see the running back situation panning out?
1: We did so well last year off the scrap heap with the Latavius Murray and Chase Edmonds, of course. I don't want to leave him out of it. Um, uh, but yeah, a Pookie, absolutely. I I, I think he's going to come back and I it, he has to. Like the, there is so much unfulfilled potential there. And it, unfortunately, though, if he does get hurt again, that will probably be the end.
0: If Pookie comes back. And he rushes for like 400 yards, two touchdowns of the season. I wouldn't be surprised because it's going to take He's not going to be hundred percent to start the season from what I've read. And maybe he's getting four or five carries here and there as he builds up strength throughout the end of the season. So I, for me, I'm not counting on him. I'm rooting the hell for him, but I'm not counting on him to do anything. And so then I'm like, we want to run first offense. Well, that's why I'm thinking, you know, third round, there's running backs that can be had in the third, fourth round that, Can do their thing so we also got tony jones from from seattle that's not not to be confused with former bronco tony jones okay so we didn't get tony jones but we did get tony jones
1: yes exactly they are not related tony jones from the uh super bowl years the back-to-back super bowl years is not the same tony jones which is confusing because he is tony jones jr and tony Hmm. jones from the super bowl years is also known as tony jones senior not related. Go figure. The name Tony Jones. I guess it's uh, pretty common.
0: It is. It is. I mean, Jones. I mean, let's be honest. Right. Counting Crows had a song about him. Oh yeah, Mr. Jones. That was a good song. Yeah, I don't care what people say. I like that song. No, it was about um, the Tony Jones from the '90s. Not not this Tony Jones. Oh no, I oh. dud. Jess, come on, come That's on. Stupid. Jeez. Jeez. Um, I don't know. I'm I like the uh, run first offense. Just being a Broncos fan from the '90s, man. Hit that zone gap. Make your one cut. Go downhill. Ugh, still makes me happy. You know, it's a sort of happiness that you don't need. Uh, you know, well, if you're struggling with certain male problems on Twitter, I would just put on videos of that zone gap uh, running offense from the '90s, and that should cure what's ailing you. If you have
1: been struggling,
0: yes, been struggling, all is good, and you're looking on the bright side. That's something you can do. That's right. Um, well uh mike i think that that brings us to a close uh it's, wait, wait it's, did we cover it we did, did we cover something and something and broncos we covered all of it so we got we, all three of them Perfect. we kind of
1: we kind of have surveyed the landscape life is good as a broncos fan in the offseason right. we haven't lost yet it's uh when it's not depressing
0: our, when do we get our podcast awards for this stuff uh i don't know you filled out all your paperwork for the new company i have right? a mantle i have a mantle my kids keep on trying to put their like spaghetti dried noodle art up there. I'm like, no, no, no. that's for my potties. That's I, for the podcast I award. I assume they're called the potties. That sounds good. I like that. Yeah. You yeah, know, because then the best host is a potty mouth or something. I don't know. Oh there's, my gosh. And there's, there's, on that, that note, potential. ladies there's and gentlemen, there. that's it. We've had it with the potty mouth. <laughs> he is
1: Mike DeSico and I am just placed part of the fans first. Fans first. Sporting network. Sport <clears throat> Network. Network sports. We'll get the name of it right. As soon, as, I, I'll just read it off my first check. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Wait, you're getting paid for this.